Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Mission Matters Marketing Podcast, your source for all things marketing. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, missionmatters.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Isar Metis on the line, and he's a founder over at the E-Tribe. Isar, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. All right, so we got a good topic today. So how small businesses can profit from having a big business mindset? So I know you have a lot of experience with that, which we're going to go into. But before we do that, tell us a little bit more about what you're doing over at the E-Tribe, please. Yes, so the E-Tribe really brings together a lot of people who are – similar to me. So it's uh, entrepreneurs with a lot of expertise and a lot of experience and like real experience. And I'm not, not to talk down to anybody, but people who have started a company, grown them, sold them, uh, that level of people. And we bring together a lot of expertise and a lot of uh, wisdom through podcasts, through actual guides, through different courses that we do. Uh, and also through I personally invest, mentor, and sit on different boards. So that's what we do at the E-Tribe. That's awesome, and uh, that and you're, that's the reason why I wanted you to have you on the show today, Isar, is that I want to get into, I think uh, my audience will greatly benefit from this topic, as will I. Um, so how small businesses can profit from having a big business mindset? Where do you want to start this one? It's a big topic. Well, yeah, it is It is a big topic, and trying to fit it into a small business, that's the, <laughs> that's the trick. But uh, my background, I worked in startups all my life, but in my recent position, I was actually running a startup within a very large corporate, so one of the largest travel companies in the world, but I was running, if you want, like an incubator, small startup within that company. And what you learn, you really get the benefits of both worlds. You're running a smaller team. We were at the peak, like 40 people, uh, most of the time less than that, but running a business, so our little unit was running a $100 million business in a bigger corporate that did over a billion So you really learn the benefits of, on one hand, you know, the agile and speed and moving fast of the small business, but it forces you to work like a larger corporate in many aspects. And I think that combination is extremely powerful. And let me let me break it down for you a little bit. So, you know, on one hand, we kept that agility of the ability to make quick decisions. And the way we did this is we kept our teams very small, and we all worked with agile methodologies, meaning we never planned, you know, six six months ahead. We planned for the next two weeks, work in short sprints, defined very, very clear goals with very clear tasks that we wanted to cover in those two weeks. And that applied for each and every one of the components in the business. So there were marketing tasks, design tasks, uh, development tasks, business development tasks, but each one was broken down to two weeks. So that was one aspect of it that kept the agility. But on the other hand, we worked very, very organized as far as having clear goals, having clear methodologies, having the right systems in place that really then allows you to I'll go a step back. The biggest problem that I see with small businesses, and today I invest and mentor many different businesses, the biggest problem with small businesses is there's no structure. You're constantly chasing your tail. You're constantly trying to keep the bills 
paid and the electricity running. And it's very, very hard when you're in that mode, in that hamster wheel, to sit back, build a plan, set up structure, set up processes, and really think like a CEO of a business. And I think that's the biggest change in mindset when you start talking to small businesses, even when they're doing a few millions of dollars and they have, you know, 20 employees. In many cases, they're still grinding. There is no strategy for five years. There is no, here are the goals we're trying to hit. There is no, here are the milestones we need to go through in order to get there. And there is no, how do we structure the people the systems, the resources that we have in order to achieve these goals. Does that make sense? So what are the, um, and, and I get this, and I know there's a lot of business people listening right now that know that they're in this situation. Maybe they're like, I get it, but what do I do? So I'm, I'm a low-hanging fruit guy, definitely ESAR, and I know this is going to vary. I don't want to oversimplify it, but I do. Um, so I mean, every, every business, every founder, it's all, every situation is going to be different. So we know that. But going into that, um, what do you find? I know you've worked with a lot of companies and now, you know, whether it's incubator, investing, or otherwise, what do you find is typically like that? low-hanging fruit, so something that most of the people right now listening, like they can do, they can start thinking about, like implementing slash doing today, whether it's a mindset shift. I mean, it could be a lot of different things, but what do you think is that low-hanging fruit that somebody can start working on today? Uh, Systems and automation. And the reason I'm saying that is it frees a lot of time that then enables you to do all the other things. So, again, many small businesses today they do everything, right? And again, even if they're a little bigger and you have a marketing person and you have a business development guy and you have a designer or whatever it is that you do, still a lot of people are doing a lot of things and each one is doing their own thing and they get a lot of emails and they and everybody kind of like one is doing it in Excel, the other one is doing it on Word, the other one is doing it on a notebook. If you can take that, and, and the amazing thing today is the tools cost, almost nothing. So to have a CRM, a place where you can manage all your clients and all your leads and all your prospects, makes your life so much easier. Build a process around it. Here's what we do with a new lead. Here's who handles it. Here are the emails that goes out. Scheduling of meetings. You don't have to schedule your own meetings. You you know that very well. I mean, with the amount of stuff you, you schedule, uh, Adam, there is Scheduling platforms out there today, they're either free or very close to free, and they would free a couple of hours a week for you of just going back and forth scheduling meetings. If that then connects to a reminder system, an email marketing platform that goes out and says, okay, here's the best way to prepare for the meeting. This will make it most productive, but you don't have to write it again and again. You, it's a set and forget thing. And, and, and again, I think today the biggest problem that people have is time. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, no, you, you, I, touch yeah. on a, you, you touch on a very strong point with the low-hanging fruit, right? Okay, so how do I set up the time to set up this thing that you're telling me to set up? And I think that's where an investment in either the right online course that shows you how to do it or hiring a person. Hire somebody to do this just to set up your systems and your processes correctly. Not a long-term consulting gig that's going to cost you $20,000, right? Somebody that can set up your initial setup correctly and that can free a day a week 
for you to actually start focusing on other things to think strategically is huge. Yeah, I love I love that you said automation because even in our business, as we started to grow, it was it was interesting because the other co-founder over here, Sharak, he's always obsessed with automation, and I'm like, all right, I get it, I understand, and yes, we do it, and 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 every it's interesting because every time we he brings something new to the table in terms of technology and platform to automate some piece it frees up more time. And when you have more time freed up, even if it's, even if somebody's just doing a simple thing, like, uh, I don't know, one of the interesting one that I didn't realize how much time it was taking was we have different email lists because uh, people we have probably yeah. like 10 different things that people subscribe to, whether it's free giveaways on our website, on the exit pop-up or whether it's our newsletter or whether there's, but there's a ton of different things. So we probably have 10 different channels that people give us email addresses to follow our content. And I, didn't realize this was being done manually and something as simple as setting up Zapier to add all these things to it probably mm -hmm. see, probably freed up like two hours a week of, of one of our staff that was responsible for doing that and now that was another two hours they had that could be that could be spent on a high level function which was then optimizing that newsletter and some of the other things and then guess what happened we it started going up now we had yeah. more we had yeah. more you know people larger following all these other things and the the employees happy too, because they're not stuck like sitting here copying and pasting spreadsheets or downloading CSV files. So I love it. So anybody listening to this, you saw hit it right on the nose in terms of where someone should start. You don't have time. Well, I say you don't have time not to automate if you don't have time. That's the whole point of automating is to get some more time. <laughs> so that's what I, I go with that one. So Isar, if somebody is listening to this and they want to learn more about the E-Tribe and how to work and connect with you and your team, I mean, what's the best way for them to do that? So I'll say three different things. One, there's a tons of great resources on these kind of topics on theetribe.com. So it's spelled with a the in the beginning. So theetribe.com, uh, you'll be able to find this. I can set up a specific page about this topic with some specific automation tools that I use uh, after a lot of research. So if you'll go to theetribe.com forward slash money, I will put up a landing page with some of the tools that I'm using. Uh, but if you want to connect with me, uh, the best way is probably LinkedIn. And lucky for me, my name is Isar Matis, uh, which is spelled I-S-A-R-M-E-I-T-I-S. So the bad news is I ha always have to spell it. The good news, if you find me, it's me. Like there is no, <laughs> there is no other one that I'm aware of. Uh, so you can find me on LinkedIn. That's probably the best way to connect with me. That's awesome. Well, Isar, hey, it's been a pleasure having you on the show today, and uh, thank you for for sharing those tips on how how small businesses can really profit from thinking like big businesses and changing their mindset. So awesome stuff there. And thank you again for the actionable tips on why people need to go down that automation path. I'm speaking from experience. Everybody listening, it is 100% worth it. Um, I was skeptical at the beginning, and then our, but my co-founder, the other co-founder, he kept on hammering away at me, at it, and he's like, and little by little, I saw the light, and now I get excited. Every time we can automate a process, I'm like, all right, it's done. Now let's see where we can reallocate that time and actually 
actually move the business forward as opposed to just kind of doing that everyday rote routine of completing the business or the product. So all great tips there, Isar. And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget, subscribe to the podcast, uh, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes store. And if you're watching this on our YouTube channel, Mission Matters Marketing, definitely give us a subscribe there and leave us some comments in the video. Love to know what kind of projects and things that you're working on. And Isar, thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you so much, Adam. It was really my pleasure.